Episode 152 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. I'm there a lot because I go there for my custom cakes when I'm celebrating any life moment to get pastries for any kind of party I'm having. Maybe I have the guys over. Maybe we have friends over. They've got it all. Deli, coffee, and now the newly expanded store on Tashero and Brossard. Grocery items direct from Italy. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. The drive-by podcast brought to you by Own Space. What's happening? Bob's here. <laughs> this is the way it starts. It's the way it starts. No, no. See, you. Expect- what about all the sponsors and all the people that are helping you? Yeah, we don't talk about those. Yeah, I just I just mentioned the sponsors. You were okay. too busy on your phone. <laughs> I was on my phone to, as uh, you were talking. You're talking right. to hookers and. <laughs> Did you overhear the conversation? <laughs> how are you? Nice to see you. Have you tried yet? I just asked how you doing. The Panettone, the one from Gucci. Yes. Oh, you 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 heard my podcast. I kid you not. Who though, has not heard your podcast? By the way, how many downloads do you have now? <laughs> For everyone who's still here, after the first minute of episode 152, Bob and I should have started recording about 45 minutes ago when he walked in here with food. You never show up without bringing some kind of food. It's an Italian thing. Yeah, it is, but you're, you're, you're Pakistani. You? <laughs> you know, we have to go back to episode, what was I, 125 or something? I don't remember. Should we look? I want to verify. Why whatever. No, I, why don't you? You're on your phone all you the time. I, saved I don't know who's on their phone more, you or Vince Guzzo, because he was on his phone. I'll, I'll give Guzzo. <laughs> but he's like Did a dragon. Did I tell you Wait I a minute. He's like a, he, he, he's like a dragon. Mm-hmm. He's not like a dragon. He is a dragon. Mm-hmm. He's a businessman. He's on his phone. What I do you know. do? You work all day? So, so yeah. I met Vince Guzzo at, at the airport. What a great guy. Yeah. We were eyeing each other. We both knew from our style <laughs> that we were not from Toronto. We were on a flight back, Toronto, Montreal. Okay, so he knew from your style. You were dressed knew, up like him? Well, we knew. We were eyeing each other. Sounds really gay when you say that, by the it, way. It, like is there you, something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. But the way you said it. <laughs> I'm just saying that we both knew we were too stylistic for Toronto. Yeah, because you dress and up. And no offense to all the boys in Toronto. No. It's all good. They're regular suit type of guys. Exactly. Montreal have the, the fazolette, the little handkerchief. That yeah, day. very cool. And I, I recognize him, of course, from TV. And he looked at me and he goes, I know he's not from here. So here meaning Toronto. So we just started shooting the shit. And your name came up. I told you that story. I texted you. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and you know what? I actually teased him because I said, you know, you're calling him Freeway Frank. But I knew him before Freeway Frank. That's true, Bobby. You've known me since we were 17. I know. And I said, do you even know what his last name is? And goes, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> he mentioned that to me. He but, did, eh? No, but wait a minute. Tell me. He should know my last name. And by the way, on the podcast mm-hmm. he came on, which was two podcasts ago, mm-hmm. 150, mm-hmm. he said to me that, that you are truly somebody's friend if you know their birthday. So at the end of the podcast, I joked, I go, September 2nd, but... <laughs> And he he actually texted me the next day and said, by the way, I knew September 2nd was your birthday. So it's, I hope I didn't offend them or anything. But but Vince was at, Vince was at my wedding. Mm -hmm. You were at my wedding. I've just known you three times as long, as long as I've known Vince. Yeah. I've known Vince for maybe just over a decade. I've known you three decades. But also in different ways, right? Yeah. I mean, 
You've known me through your early days in radio. Well, yeah, not only that. We're, our common interests. Yeah, exactly. Right? You've but known him a bit differently. Yes, but he's a, he's a very good guy. And so Love far, the guy. And, the guy. And, and right now, you have surpassed him in the first three minutes of this podcast as to <laughs> amount of time Yes. You've spent a, what the heck? Why I'm looking for the episode number. Oh, okay, because Bob has been on this phone ever since I there's turned. There's been a this, lot of action on this phone. A lot of action. I'm sure there's been a lot of a action. A lot of action. Yeah, I didn't mean to throw you on the bus at the beginning and insinuate Let's that throw maybe you, under you were. The bus. What did I say? Throw, throw you on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Rosa Parks or something? Away, <laughs> hello, at the back of the bus. This is the back of the bus, right? Where I've been. Episode 124. What took you so long? It took I you, had to go back in my text because I took sent you, it to No, all. I mean, what took you 28 episodes to make it back on here? And then a call from you? Oh, okay. You must have been running dry on guests. <laughs> Bob, every time I run dry on guests, <laughs> just call Bob me. shows up. Yeah, just call but you're me. not a guest. You're a friend. You know, we have a great rapport, and yeah. I think the audience knows that. Well, I'll tell you this. Let me just make sure I'm recording, because <laughs> five minutes into Vince Guzzo, I wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> and I had to start over. How did he take it? <laughs> he took it very well. And then, really? And then for the next two hours and 40 minutes, <laughs> he let I, it loose. I barely got a word. <laughs> exactly. The guy's got a lot to say. He's got yeah. a lot to say. You know what? He's the dream guest. Yeah. And first of all, I love Vince and spending time with him, even personal time with him, mm -hmm. because it's, there's never a dull moment. Never. And, and the one thing I can tell you that resonated through this podcast, you know, when you had him on, plus even when I saw him at the airport, he has a strong allegiance for family. Yes, he it's does. It's extremely important yeah, to him. Of course. Like his children and his appartenance avec those children yeah. are what drives him every day. It's, I think it's the first thing he thinks of when he jumps out of bed in the morning. Well, Where has, are my kids? Yeah. Well, he has five kids. I know. And a strong proponent yeah, and for children. You know what? If I had children yes. myself, mm -hmm. I would be the same way. Like if my kids would be everything. And you have, well, no. What, what does that no, mean? No, it's because... Uh, Bob just made a I, weird grimace. I made a weird grimace. face because I have, never, I have never projected you as a father. Although I think really? you'd make a great dad. Yeah. I, we never why not? Because we never had that conversation. Yeah, we, why? Okay, let's have it well, now. Well, I think it was a bit taboo at the time, no? I mean, everybody was saying, oh, you, you're married for X number of years now. Why don't you guys have kids? Why don't yeah, you guys we were trying. Kids? And yep. I was one of the few people in your circle that never pressured you. Never. Yeah. So but we were trying. And then and in the end, happen. we all found out why, right? Yeah. Which is very personal and private. <laughs> I think everyone found that on the radio when, uh, yeah, when they told like, me to mention it. And by they, I say the, the people running. They say something that's um, intimate about your life that you know people will be able to uh, relate to. And yeah, how about the fact that you and your wife are trying to have kids and uh, you haven't been successful yeah. yet? Thanks, guys. Let really me, appreciate it. You know what? On that let note, me just talk about everything. On that note, let's yeah. pull back the curtain yeah. and finish that conversation. Looking back today. Mm-hmm. And if they would have asked you today to do that, would you have? Yeah, you know what? I'm, first of all, I've always been somebody that has no worn, regrets. Yeah, and has always been transparent. You know this. Mm -hmm. I, I, Absolutely. I speak my you mind. tell it as it is. I, I tell it like it is. So, yeah. you know, they didn't. Except during the pandemic. That's when you really <laughs> held back. <laughs> that, we had no idea where you stood on anything during those two years. You know what it is. <laughs> Okay, for, uh, hang on. If you're just joining us right now. First of all, nobody would be just joining us five, six minutes in, by unless the way, they hated you know, the first five minutes and the they way, just fast forward. By the way, do you but know? You never me, even introduced me. No, but hey, that's no, what but I, I, well, that's what I want to do. So, <laughs> so for anyone who didn't hear episode, what was it? One twenty-four. Bob is a good friend of mine, yes. and uh, literally, no, it's not because I couldn't find a guest. It's it's because it's 
we have this nice rapport. Very nice. And I got a lot of feedback when I had you on the last time. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'm just going to invite you back. It's a couple of days before Christmas. We're going to sit mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some chicken wings and pizza. I'm going to watch you eat. <laughs> and then we're going to record a podcast. Even though it sounds so we, healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And not very healthy. So yeah. where were we a second ago? I was just. We were saying, I asked you, you said no regrets. Yeah, no regrets. I, and you and know you're what? You're very transparent. Yeah. And, and I didn't. You would do it again. I didn't need them to tell me to open up about something personal on the air because of my transparency i would have done it naturally right but would i today have gone back and said the same thing yeah because mm-hmm. i put my cards down you see like i'm you know this is who i am but I have so to be, can i just yeah this, this oh, podcast is the most transparent medium i know and so i'm going to say it to you transparently so the reason why i never talked to you about fatherhood and you you'll learn this that it's a bit taboo to speak to somebody about something that they cannot have. Somebody told me a long time ago, because I enjoy visiting open houses a lot, like finished houses, model homes. I do it as a, as a passion, as a, as, a, as a hobby. You basically give realtors yeah, like... the hope. <laughs> the hope, <laughs> the hope this guy's going to buy a $4 million exactly, home, exactly. and then he just walks out. And and just walk he, out of there. he walks out with a couple of free glasses <laughs> but, of but, wine but and but peanuts. I, but I do, I do walk out a lot of good ideas. There's a lot of good ideas in those model homes. Yeah, for sure. I take it away. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that one of my friends, I was going to take him to do that, and he doesn't make a lot of money. And he goes, you know what, Bob? I'd rather not. And I woke up that day. I'd rather not go into homes that I don't want to see how the other half lives, and I don't want to be exposed to that because it's just gonna, it's everything that I can't have. So why would I go look at it? That's a good point. So I felt uncomfortable after that, and I feel that way about you in terms of, I don't talk to you about fatherhood and things like that because it's something that is not in the cards for you at this time. So why would I go talk to you about that? So I'm not gonna say, oh, Frank, you'd be a great father. You'd be on the ground playing with your kid. It's it's taboo a little bit, no? No, I don't think I don't think anything with me or mentioning anything right. with to me, considering who I am right. and the type of character I have. Nothing offends me. Okay, I mean, for, for me to be offended... Yes, it's going to take a lot more than that. Yeah, I would never be offended by right. 98% of what people have to say. But people are sensitive to that as well. That's what yeah, I'm saying. But I think, you you know, don't go talk to people about things they don't have. Well, this is what people do sometimes yeah. that they should not do, and that's when they don't know yes. th- a couple, they'll say, do you have kids? Like, they'll, you know, or, or you have kids, t- right? I'm going to tell you, 1996, yeah. I was in the company walking down the hallway. I was only 26 at the time. At your work? Yep. Okay. And I did it. I did the one thing they say you never do it. Yep. I said, so uh, when's the baby due? <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. A lot and of people th- do but, that. But Frank, I did it totally innocently. Oh, you're 26. She was of that age. Yeah. I didn't know how to ask any better. Exactly. You think that people who have grown a little belly are probably pregnant. And she was just what? Overweight? She was just overweight. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. I grew so red. And it was never meant to. It was an honest. No, I know. I learned through life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Every day we learn something about how to deal with people, how to deal with ourselves. And I've grown. You know, through those years. And so have you, Frank. You're not the same person you were 20 years ago. No. A lot smarter. I don't more. First of all, you traveled the country left to right. Yeah, I don't think I'm the same person I was three years ago. Wow. You know, What's uh, the biggest difference? I think the last three years. Other than that garbage. Well, it, no, but it changed a lot of people. Okay. You know, you're still here sitting yeah. across from me. Of Some of my closest friends are still around. But there's a lot of people that... Uh, that walked away. Turned away for okay, whatever, but, but whatever how, but dumb how reason. how did that change you? Well, because it makes you aware that not everybody is, is with you mm, for the right reasons. Right. right. Whereas, example, 
Define friendship. I'll give True an ex- friendship. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Somebody is like, like, look at a graph, okay, or maybe like a heartbeat on a heartbeat monitor at the hospital, right? And it's going up and down and up and down and up and down. That up and down is is people that come in and out of your life. True. And you're like, okay, this is a bad analogy. You know, when you have no heartbeat or you're dying, it's beep. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the constant, mm-hmm. even though you're not killing me, but I understand. you get what I'm saying, the yeah, analogy. You're, always you're the constant, you're always there. And the up and downs is the beat of, right. of, of people on, in and off, out of your life. on, off. Right. Yeah. And then you think, Mm-hmm. That a lot of the people. By the way, I came up with this on my own. It's not like I saw it's it somewhere. Okay. I'm, it just I'm hit me. And this the, is I'm enjoying the, the development okay. of this. Yes. So, the the basically the the heartbeat, the ups and downs. When you're looking at the graph or at the monitor, I thought that those people up and down, up and down, were friends, constants, constants, right? In out, in out, and constants and true friends. But I realized, especially now that my circle is the Smaller. tightest it's ever been, right? And it does get tighter naturally, during time, naturally age. by age. Yeah. Uh, that uh, a lot of people were there for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have always been the type of person that is around somebody because I truly, if I'm in your life, mm-hmm. I truly enjoy time with you. The, that expression, fair weather friends. Yeah, exactly. You know about or, that? There's a lot or, of fair or weather. Or they you know. join the Stanley Cup parade at the end, right? Bandwagon. Yeah. Bandwagon, the famous bandwagon. Yeah. And, no. so, and so when you need them the most or, or when. You know, it goes both ways. People need you the most. You need to be there for Honestly, them. Honestly, Frank, you know? I think you were there for a lot of people in the pandemic because people were stuck in their houses, running home from curfew. We forget those days. But you were a voice, a friendly voice in their ears telling the truth. And it was very difficult to, in those days to discern what is the truth and what is not. I think at, at, at one point, everybody had that moment where they said, am I listening to the God's honest truth here? Or is there something being filtered or pilfered, right? But, well, you, wait, but you were the constant. But wait, you would think that yeah. people would question and ask questions? I, remember, it's very <laughs> difficult to stray away from yeah. the mainstream media yep. because of the amount of bombardment that they do, mm-hmm. right? You're bombarded by just the volume of transactions of yeah. how many times you hear the same story. So all I'm saying is that when you turned, when you closed the door, entered your home, it was just you, and at that moment, this podcast. Yep. And or was it this podcast? Well, whatever. You Instagram were out, lives yeah, or exactly, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you were doing at the yeah. time. And, and it was a moment of truth for, and clarity to at least learn, hear the other viewpoint, hear some other different data. So you may agree with it or not. I was not one that particularly said, I agree with everything Frank is thinking at that moment in time. But I can't say I didn't appreciate the freshness of listening to it. It kept us busy in a very good way. It kept our mind moving that don't believe everything you hear. Think about, think about the conclusions you derive from what you see in here every yep. day. So I, would, I, I don't think people have thanked you for that moment of time that you did that because it was risky to do it. Because, because someday the, the business would come back and not everything you were necessarily saying was of the message of the mainstream media, but you were well, not, you were well, never afraid to say it. No, I said what was and on my mind. And I respect you for that. And That's I all I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, and I wasn't saying yeah. things just off the top of my head. I was researching them. I was yeah. trying to follow different sources, right. but I wasn't comfortable with what I was seeing. And, and you uh, told it as it is. Yeah, and I just and I just questioned things. Mm-hmm. And I think if the worst thing I did was question something, I, I never told thing. anybody, mm-hmm. don't do this or do right. this. Right. I said, uh, I'm probably not, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not too fond of this, because I don't like how they're imposing that or this. It's or, one person's opinion. Yeah. Notice I'm saying this or that. And I'm not, no, because there's no point in... <laughs> there's no point in rehashing like it. It's, it's so, I'm talking about the concept of yeah. who you are. No, 100%. I'm glad you brought it up yeah. because it does make... Th- 
I mentioned the fact that the last couple of years changed me. So That's the fact you that you mentioned that, that yes. of, of course. But, but, you now, gave, you know, but you gave a big gift to people, which you, maybe you thanks, have Bob. never been rewarded for that. Like, been told, I never agreed with everything you said, Frank. I'm saying... That's fine. But yeah. thank you for being there. Yeah. Well, I was trying to be there. I was trying to be the constant in a troubled world. You were. You know, and you I were. think a lot of people uh, needed each other. I needed That's people. social interaction. Yeah. We were not allowed to even be outside after eight o'clock. How fast we forget those days. It's like reading the Orwell novel. You go, wow. It was weird times. That happened in our lifetime. Yeah, weird. I remember my boss, when he called me, he said, because uh, we were kind of closing some of the, the training centers and we were thinking about I mean, aviation was grounded effectively, right, during that time. It was the first business to be grounded, if you remember, and, and the last business to come back. Bob so, is an aviation engineer. Yeah, from episode 124. They can go back and <laughs> hear it all. But the point is, and what is the point I was trying to make, was that my boss said, when we get through this, on your resume, you'll be able to put what you did before, during, and after COVID to get through it. Mm -hmm. And that is a rare occasion in someone's career. So yeah. he said, be proud of your actions. Think of what you did to bring the business out, how you supported the people. And there will be an after. We always agreed. this. We will get out of this. There will be a, a resolution to this. And then look back at the experience that you developed during that time. Don't you find it weird now that we're in, you know, December of 2023? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Bob with a smile. That everything seems to have been, look, we have a nice carpet here mm -hmm. in the studio, um, just like a throw carpet, mm -hmm. that everything's kind of been swept underneath. No, nobody's talking about anything anymore. Is that not weird to you? Mm -hmm. Like, where did everything go? Just well, everything can I, can I mysteriously just can disappeared. I, can I throw my two cents on yeah. that? Because I was just talking with, with somebody else about this, which is how did that whole thing end? It was the war in Ukraine getting announced. All of a sudden, everybody was talking about the war in Ukraine. How did the war in Ukraine end? With uh, Israel and uh, Gaza. That's right. That was the next thing. That's yeah. right. And the next so, thing Don't will you be, think some of this is like yeah. a little bit weird? With that, a little bit of uh, climate change yeah. sprinkled in between. Yeah, there's, always some, no, like, there's always something. No, there's always something. But isn't it a bit weird that... All, everything changes yeah. all at the Instant. same time yeah. on the same day. The chapter changes, the chapter changes and, and, and we never turned. go back. No, we never go back. We never think, oh, the, yeah. what, was, what, what was the... Well, have the you heard anything about the Ukraine in the last little while? No. So that's what I'm saying. I'm asking like, this question. No, you're 100% right. It's I noticed it on my yeah, own. Yeah. It's the first well, time I'm, sh I'm verbalizing I'm it I'm very even. happy you noticed yeah. it because that's the first thing I noticed. But, you know, I haven't gone down that road yeah. to question now, any remember, of that. I'm not saying it's a yeah. big conspiracy or not a conspiracy. I no, just, but there's something that doesn't make sense. There's something that doesn't jive. Yeah, like, doesn't. How can you have a, a top news story of the day disappear, disappear. <laughs> off the top 100? Even in the days of American Top 40, Duran Duran went from number one <laughs> to number 14 yeah, to number was, 26. Exactly. It made and you, sense. And do you remember? Yeah. Around number 38, Casey would come on and say, and these are the songs that are no longer on the chart. That's so right. So would say four or five songs, but yeah. they've been replaced by this brand new hit. Exactly. But even they had a natural progression in and progression out. Out, exactly. But things nowadays, it's new stories, harsh, they come no? and go. In and out. Yeah, they're cut out really quick. Funny you should mention that because mm -hmm. a lot of people ask me, mm -hmm. Frank, and I get a lot of DMs, and I'm not just saying one or two. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm like saying dozens that I've received mm -hmm. in the last couple of months. For somebody that's so opinionated and has something to say about everything, why I haven't decided to mention anything about what's going on with Israel and, uh, and uh, Palestine. It, I briefly mentioned it once. 
Is this but something I, you want to talk about no, now? And, no, and I'll tell okay. you why. And, and, and this is, I've been wanting to mention this. It's funny. And then I have people that are on both sides of the fence DMing me saying, it's what? It's a very polarizing issue. Oh, well, listen, yeah. And, and not only that, they're telling me, you know, when are you going to say something? When are you going to defend us mm -hmm. on both sides? Of, of course. The, okay, of course. so now, uh, now you might think I'm stupid. <laughs> You're not getting dragged into that. Well, I'm not getting dragged. No. Wait a minute. After the guy, well, we just yes. discussed Bob and I here. Yeah. After what I went through, three years of giving my opinion on that. You want me to go down that road <laughs> now? No, yeah. no, it's That's suicide. Been the eternal That's, uh, yeah. argument since and it's suicide. And I'll tell you what: if Italy was involved, okay, maybe or, you would say something. Or, well, look, or Canada was involved. Uh, uh, I'm not Israeli, even though I have tons of Jewish friends, mm -hmm. and I'm not Palestinian, even though I have a lot of uh, Arab Muslim friends, mm -hmm, okay, and, mm -hmm. and people that, that listen to me. And so going down that road, when I really, even though I took Middle East history in Concordia, mm -hmm. even though I, I've read several books about it, I have my opinions, I watch all the nightly vlogs, mm -hmm, I watch, mm -hmm. like I'm watching it. And always I'm very, both sides, both sides Always story. both sides, I'm trying to balance it out and right. everything, but mm -hmm. the reason why I don't bring it up is it because it's so polarizing that no matter what I say, You'll make even enemies. if I go from one side to another no. to another to another, yeah. back and forth, yeah. depending on who does what better on that day, I know. I'm cooked. It's a no-win. It's a no-win no situation. Win. As a matter of fact, yes. just saying it's a no-win situation, That's you're going to offend somebody and say, oh, oh it's a no-win situation. No win, eh? so you're not, you don't you, care about the lives that have been lost. But of course, I care about all that. And that's the only everyone, constant right? I'll give it to you yes. is that I, I just can't want, believe yeah. that, and if I look at the entire animal and human kingdom, yeah. we are the only people, living beings on the surface of the earth that would kill each other for some reason that's not even organic. Think about that. Religion and all this, it's not organic. So you'll never see plants fighting each other. You'll never see tigers killing each other well, no. for the purpose of food, yes. Yeah. But not for things that are not you know organically in front you're, of you you're saying things that are not tangible we don't we tangible don't, was a word i'm looking not organic yeah. tangible thank we, you in other words we don't have right we so need, how can yeah, i exactly. possibly say but you believe in that because you have a little flag representing something in your and i'll kill you for that think about the depth you have to go to to take another life another living being for me that's the tragedy and travesty here is that there'll always be people killed by that conflict, but you'll never make it right. You'll never say, well, you killed my grandfather, so I'm going to kill your uncle, yeah, and then never, I'll kill this your... Thing it's going to go on forever. It's never going to end. And, so it's and not you that I'm not sensitive the, to it. And you could tell the I'm hatred. Very, and I'm very sensitive to yeah. it. It's just that it's not going to get resolved by more killing. No, and, but the thing is, you could, you could see the hatred. On, on for the, the disdain they have towards each other, both groups, right? So and, again, and by the way, they're not reading like you and I, both sides of the story. It's very easy with the internet to get caught up on one side of the story with anything, with yeah. anything, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm glad we're not going to talk about taking sides on this. No, I'm not. I'm not the only taking, side yeah. I'll take is this: is the side of human life. Yes, we should not kill each other for purposes other than there's no purpose. There's no reason for us to kill each other. Mm. I mean, I don't know if that's the one constant I can tell you. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that. And so that's why I haven't gone for anyone. Now, now it, it finally now came out. Finally it took out. Bob here to tell me that's why I haven't. It's not that I don't have opinions. Right. Every night I'm watching these, these news stories of sources I mm -hmm, follow, mm -hmm. people that are debating it, yelling at each other. And the I'm, one constant you see is the killing. Is the death. The right? death. Even, yeah. if it's, even if it's like you don't even know which side it is anymore. What a shame to watch this on television. 
And you know what the thing that's very, um, I'm not going to say shameful, mm. is that, as I said, and you said, because we're not willing to say something, and it's not because I'm scared. It's just because mm -hmm. I'm not represented by mm -hmm. by the, any of those flags. So for yeah. me to truly you're not understand, you're I'm not, not invested. invested. Yeah. And, and I'm invested as no, a no, human. Vested. Vested. I, I'm vested as as um, a human being, yes. right? But but I'm not I'm not going to invest any time on it more than finding out what both sides are seeking mm -hmm. and and maybe a resolution, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't, like you said, I this know. is something that will never be solved ever. It never. hasn't for thousands it, of it years. It never will. And it continues in our lifetime. It's, yeah. This has been a constant. So for, to come out and say something is going to be so offensive to, mm -hmm. somebody to somebody that it doesn't matter it's who you put on. It. Like I thought, do I bring somebody on mm -hmm. from one side? Do I bring somebody on from the other side? Or do a live And we do a balance. And I thought to myself, no. What's I that going to resolve? No, it's, it, and it's not that. And like by you, the way, there's a lot of pick and choose in the sources as well. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, this media outlet is saying this. So, Well, first of all, I don't trust having worked in media for so long and, and seeing how they handled certain things. In the last three years, especially, I don't trust. Like to me, to me, there is no doubt in my mind that the media is bought and paid for by political parties, governments. governments. They have agendas. They're all running a certain type of ad on their TV stations, radio stations. It's no surprise. Nobody's talking about that stuff. They're still running the ads. Mm -hmm. This fall ca campaign about I don't even have to go down that road because mm -hmm. I don't even want to give them the satisfaction. So. You know, it's. I look at it and I laugh because you really have to be asleep to not see what's going on. So now, and, and when you, you know, when they show the the media outlet in Tampa Bay, and then they show Las Vegas, Phoenix, New York, mm -hmm. and they're all repeating the same thing over. That's not a coincidence. Having worked in the media, that's because they send out memos mm -hmm. and they say, make sure your staff is saying this in regards to this. But that was make sure always you're talking there. About, it's always been that. It's always been yes. there. I remember when I was working in radio, there was uh, something that came out of the fax paper, Canadian News Service. Yeah. And the top 10 CP, Canadian to, Press. That's yeah. right. And the top 10 news articles were there. Yeah. But it was the same piece of paper that was delivered to every radio station yeah. in Canada. Exactly. And then... As monkeys, we would take the paper and just read it. Just read it. You but know, that, that was the job. I know. And that's what kills me is looking back at my career, especially in radio, mm -hmm. is how many times I said a story without vetting the story. I just, mm. hey, this is the media. These are journalists, right? So I take something and mention a story. It could be something as simple mm -hmm. as something Britney Spears did to something that one of the political parties said or did. And you just read the just story. Read the script, yeah. And then and you're like... Okay, I'm just going to repeat this because obviously it's Canadian press. You just assumed. Of course, the credentials was are there. Right, but then after seeing what we went through to start this decade, now I'm looking back going, oh wow. my, how, many, how much more bullshit. And I was propagating all that. Yeah. You were propagating 100%. There's no doubt about it that I said things looking back. I've thought about this many times. Looking back, you know, when I said this, when I talked about this, even though I stood out many times, like mm -hmm. I remember I made a prediction on the morning show 
which was not political at all. And I said, Donald Trump is going to be president of the United States. <laughs> he actually and said my it. co-host laughed in my face. And everybody, everybody laughed at Everybody laughed. It. Yeah, exactly. And and then when he went, I mean, you remember the, I remember the George exactly Clooney's was, yeah. and all those people, yeah. just Hillary Clinton's, too, just laughing, going, he will not be president, right? And I remember saying it on, and then when he became president, then I milked it for another two years, <laughs> say, you know, I would play clips. Mm -hmm. That's fake news, whatever. I just play any drops. And right. I remember one, then a program director calling me in and saying, Frank, enough with the Trump, no more Trump. But if that were mm -hmm. a liberal or a Democratic president that I was playing, like let's say Barack Obama mm -hmm. and saying something mm -hmm. else, they would never have said that to me. It's because now Trump became this polarized figure. He was, you know, the uh, Make America Great Again cap became <laughs> right. racist and right. bad. Right. And it's like, stop talking about that stuff. So I had to stop talking about it, even though I thought it was hilarious. And half, it was every morning I'd come in and yeah. anything he said was hilarious. Uh, from, there's some great memories I have of well, him. It's the funniest shit. That's yeah. why if he wins again, it's going to be four more years. Do you remember just... when he turned on the water in the shower? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was coming down. Yeah. He goes, drip. Yeah. drip drip yeah and these environmentalists are after me yeah. we need water we, if there's one thing we have in this country it's lots of water, water. can i just have a shower yeah no but that's it a, was the best yeah. these were great he great was moments. first first of all i i there's a big part of me that still can't can't believe mm -hmm. that he was president for four years because he was so outrageous yes. and the shit he said but i truly do believe and i'll and i'll sit here and say it and not be ashamed to say it that I truly believe if Donald Trump were still president of the United States, Ukraine would have never happened. Middle East would have never happened. Many things would have never happened because they'd be scared of him. Probably. Because you're, you're scared of who? You're scared of people who are erratic people yes. that are emotional emotional <laughs> everything that he is funny it's like you're not gonna you think putin's gonna that's why they had a really because what yeah. thugs hang out with who thugs other thugs right thugs that's why we're of, here you and thugs I. yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> warren g and tupac i don't know <laughs> exactly big but that's why um it worked okay and that's what it people sure did. didn't understand is that with a guy like that no one is willing to f around with Absolutely. a guy like biden you have a you know a, a nursing home patient mm -hmm. who can barely walk off a stage doesn't know where he is and that's the way the mm -hmm. country views him mm -hmm. and sees him and guess what that means your country's weak mm -hmm. and then when they see a guy like trudeau peddling his colorful socks which by the way he used to own colorful socks mm -hmm. years ago as soon as trudeau started wearing them he's i gotta get i gotta get rid of the colorful socks. socks what are you wearing black socks <laughs> totally black <laughs> that's for the death of canada no Jeez. but canada will be back again one day but yes. just to give you an example when you have a guy like that mm -hmm. and you know he that's you know, like he, that's what people see first. I know. This is what Canada is all about. And they see him, it's weakness. But when they see somebody that's strong, strong and up there, yes. and opinionated, saying, yeah, and saying, no, no, you know what? I'm going to make in a free things country. happen. I'm going to make things happen. Right. Do you remember? I'm going to mention this. When Don Cherry was fired from the CBC. I didn't think you'd bring it up, but and I, I'm it bringing a, it up because, because we never talked about it. But yeah, wow, what a moment! Look at what's happening I now know. in this country. I know, okay? I know. And and what a moment! And what did he say that was that off? Than the trajectory Come on. Come of, I on. mean, uh, it makes no sense. I but know. because that and he was, was known for that outrageousness. Yeah, and you know what did he say in the end? He was talking about poppies, and he was basically saying, "You, you, you come." He wasn't mm -hmm. saying fill in the blank mm -hmm. you know these refugees mm -hmm. this country but mm -hmm. you come to mm -hmm. this country mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and you drink our milk i don't know what he yeah, said whatever. exactly you whatever beer and you, do, you drink our, our food, milk yeah. and eat everything and all this yeah. right and you can't wear a poppy like what he said is basically in a nutshell mm -hmm. 
you come to Canada, you're coming to Canada. We we go to your country, we follow your traditions. Mm-hmm. But Canada, this is what Canada is. Listen, he was and very in Canada, about the veterans. And, and in Canada, these veterans fought to keep this country um, safe. It, safe. Yeah. Okay. And they and died. Yes. Many Canadians died. Absolutely. And you can't wear a freaking poppy on remembers. Right. So right. what did he say? And then that was the beginning of pretty much. You know that movement. That movement. That movement. Right. Right. And then now, when you look back, and you say, you know, and and you see what the what the media has become, and what the the world has become, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be there's going to be a shift, and it's going to come back because it's it's gone so far ridiculously progressive. It doesn't make sense anymore, right? And you have and you have uh, uh, biological men competing with women, and and. Every weekend there's an event and it's like it's like a biological man winning the event and he's obviously bigger and stronger. I have never heard that term before. Biological man. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. A what man. is a biological well, man? Well, biologically. But it's an interesting term. We should yeah. start using it. Yeah. So my point is. Are you a man or a biological man? Yeah. Because no. I don't know anymore. No, because. You can change at 11 a.m. now. You know that. Yeah, well, yeah. So the world is so nuts and so many people have been canceled. For ridiculous reasons, okay, and it, it, there's going to be a a, it's gonna a, be a continental it's gonna shift, come, a shift. You know, it's gonna come. there will be a shift. So let me ask yeah. you another question, an interesting one, because you're very passionate about about government and and politics and and the opinion of it. You, you it, it's very important for you. Would you go ahead and run for government? No, never. Why? Because would you want to be a minister of parliament? No, never. Representing no. Uh, I, your people. Look, I'm going to tell you straight up my thoughts on people that run that for government. Run for government. <laughs> this I got here now because I probably offended you by even. I'm going to offend. I don't care. I don't. No, care no. But did I yeah. offend you by even putting you in that category? That could no, possibly, no. Because you no. still represent a faction of people yeah. that have a, ne- a head on their shoulders. Yes, but l- let me tell you. But you're you, nowhere represented in Ottawa. Or okay. Quebec City. Okay, let me let me say. But go ahead. Since talk, you, talk. you asked me the I question, I asked you the question. I'm gonna give you a, a truthful answer. answer. I could give you the bullshit answer. No, don't start. I'm just gonna which, get up and leave. Which I, <laughs> it's gonna be a little weird. <laughs> you can finish off here the with the pizza yourself. and wings, and the, you can finish it off yeah. yourself. Okay. I'll do the ending credits if you want. Do the ending credits. Uh, this podcast brought to you by <laughs> Lafcane on Tashable. Oh wait, wait. My home, my home location. There's five other locations. We know that, and of course, own space. Okay, let me do, just do the. Uh, <laughs> we gotta do a little. Uh, Hang on, let me do just do the Lafrenet sponsorship. Sure, and then we'll we'll get back to the. But uh, you've part. had the Gucci Panettone. Can you <laughs> shut up? <laughs> yes, and it was great. <laughs> okay, we'll get back to episode one fifty two of the Drive By Podcast in a second. It is sponsored by Les Delis Lafrenet, five Montreal locations, including my home location on Tashero in Brossard. Check them out this year for the best panettone in the city. All different kinds, all different prices, depending on what you're looking for. An authentic Italian panettone for the holidays. Christmas baskets as well for you that uh, people will be impressed by when you hook them up with the Lafrenet Christmas basket in Brossard. Deli section and of course an array of pastries and cakes on display for you. And you can check out their amazing coffee section as well as they'll serve you up a coffee anytime during the day. Go check them out. And you're looking to end off your Christmas Eve or Christmas Day dinner with a great dessert. Check out their Christmas log cakes. It's Les Delices La Frenet. Okay, back to it now. <laughs> we want to know why you would not be MP La Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Okay, so if I may speak. 
Can you put your phone down? You've been, is, Bob has been sorry. holding his no, phone. No, because the people are calling. You know who's calling? That's so important. Uh, is it, unless it's your son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one, and and there have been career politicians like let's say Pierre Poilly. Like he's been a politician for as long as what about we my can guy? Remember, he's been okay? there forever, forever. Okay? Francisca right. Francis Scarpaleggia, and and, and, <laughs> and I'm saying that a lot of them. Okay, really did get into government thinking they were going to make a change. <laughs> but I don't believe that at all. Okay, I so don't it's believe, not possible to make change. I don't believe, I think you're handcuffed no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do believe you could do, like, okay, will the country, in my opinion, be a better place with the conservatives and Pierre Poiliev in power? Yes, I do. Because Pierre, because, um, Pierre Trudeau, uh, Pierre Trudeau, because please. Justin Trudeau, please do not Joe, compare those two. No, no. Please because don't. Justin Trudeau yeah. is such a flake, mm-hmm. and he's such a coward, and he's so he's so woke and unintelligent and delusional. And I, what I do you keep, really think? Of I could keep. I could keep going. You don't like his socks? He's such a fake, and I and of course I hate the socks. And 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 so to me, it's like he's he whether he followed in in his dad's footsteps, always wanted to do it since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, there's two types of people. There's there's people that decide they're going to have a career and do something, okay? In your case, engineer. My case, radio broadcaster all the years. Uh, doctors, yeah. lawyers. Destined tr- for a Truck career. driver, uh, salesman, whatever. Nurse, professional, blue collar. It doesn't matter, right? Everyone is... Um, there's that Whatever category. job that they have is, is a legit job, okay? Every job is legit. I'm not putting down anybody. And then there's people that I truly believe that find out how much an MP, right, a member of parliament, makes. will make per year. And then after they serve whatever it is, like six years, uh, it's like a, it's a, a top a, up a for pension. life. It's a top, it's a top up, up for life. $170,000, $180,000 a year for life, okay? So I think for most people who haven't figured it out and realized that, you know, they've got the gift of the gab and people might, they might be influential and they might have done something before like, like uh, Garneau was an astronaut. Mm-hmm. They did this. What am I going to do now? Yeah. I mean, what am I, I'm not going to open up a restaurant. I don't know really anything about it. Come home to roost. I'm just going to run and uh, they're going to vote me in and I'm going to make that comfortable salary yes. and I'll put myself in a position to have some kind of whatever legacy, okay? So I truly believe that people that get into politics are people that got there because it was an easy way out. I really do. Oh, yeah? I really think that it's easy money. They get voted in because because it's tough to get voted in, first of all, right? Because you have to run a everyone I campaign. It's like having a podcast. Everybody <laughs> and their aunt has a podcast. Yeah. Everybody that I know and their brother has tried to you know run in an election and then realize oh yeah okay, I didn't realize that wow so many people I know have run I didn't know oh so many people have really? I, I'm gonna try as MP I'm gonna try this I'm trying it's harder than you think okay. to get voted in but I truly believe that a lot of the people it's like they don't know what else to do let me run in politics I'll never make this money doing anything else if I could get into this I'm going to make, you know, look at the mayor of Montreal. Look at a lot of these people that are in politics. And mm-hmm. you, 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 you say, but you think don't it's you, a vacuous don't you, job? Don't you ever, I think it's a thankless job. And I also think, don't you ever ask yourself, when, like, can you name me a smart, like a really intelligent, so bright politician of the last 30, 40 years, besides maybe JFK and mm-hmm. Robert Kennedy, is most it, most of very the, very few most of the politicians that we've had in in our lifetime okay you look at them and go especially recent 
in the last 10 mm-hmm. years. This is the be- these are the best, the best people we can these get. These are the best people. Like right. look at just the United States. Yeah. I said that to you like, last time. Yes, are these the best people we you can did have say that. to so, represent this so country? So you got Joe Biden yeah. and Donald Trump. These are the best, best two. People. It's impossible yeah. that these are the best two There's people. There's others who have said we don't want to be part of that. All right? Yeah. So exactly so it takes a certain So person. it's a level C job you're saying. There's an A, there's a B, and then there's this is a level well, look, C way. It's a cop out. But, but Bob, it's a job where, where your prime minister of Canada make a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year. I believe in the United States it's four hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and then your net worth goes from literally zero to like fifty million <laughs> after it's you so leave true. office it's because so yeah. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. whoever was either a in your pockets mm-hmm. or. Uh, you're now doing a, 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 a circuit, Another gig, exactly. circuit tour of talking right. about, uh, you get a library. Right, uh, right, right. And, uh, Look what Clinton did out of it. He right. milked it till the end. Till the end. So, so my point is, whether it doesn't matter where you are, you're set up for life. So why would you not want to get into something like that if you know you can't do anything else and make money at mm. anything else? You so don't have the brain to be an so engineer, is that the doctor. Story? Is that the story of Pierre Padillave? Well, no, as I said, for Pierre, He's I been think, a career politician. Yeah, he's a career politician. He's been part of it like a junior politician. Even Obama was a junior senator, right? I so these enjoy are people listening that, to him, by the way. Politics aside, Pierre Paulin, I en- he, very much enjoy the way he cultivates yeah, the words. He's he creates an image. Yeah. No matter if you agree with it or no. not, it's just very interesting the way. Yeah, but he has a, a he, he has that gift. He has he has the gift of the he gap, the and gift. he has a style, right? He has a style that so I enjoy. I actually met him not too far from oh, here, yeah? and his wife, and I said to him, if he did a little speech right for about half an hour, and I said to him when I shook his hand and everybody got a chance to meet him, I said, if you can do seventy percent. He gave me a look, like almost like a weird look. Like, is this guy on my side or against me? And I said, mm-hmm. Pierre. Well, you, you have the if, height. If Frank. you could do when you approach, well, I was people, looking down on him. That's what I mean. I was, I'm you tall, have that yeah. height. Yeah. So when you approach people, yeah. So I said to it's him, a bit, I said, uh, intimidating. Yeah. So and I was introduced as a you know podcaster, former radio broadcast, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Frank really likes you. This is Sanat. He shook my hand and I had a nice conversation with him and his wife and my wife. And I said to him, I said. Um, I don't even remember where I was going with You were telling 70% of something. Oh, that's right. If 70% of the stuff that you said here tonight, Mm -hmm. you could make happen with this country, Mm -hmm. Canada will be a much better place. Yes. Because of all the mistakes and horrible things Trudeau did for this country and how he divided us Mm -hmm. and how he basically put us up against each other during especially Mm -hmm. the last couple Mm -hmm. of years. Mm Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and I said, because Pierre, and I just put my hand out in a very frank way with my, you know, my mm-hmm. hand out. It should be I, your logo, by I, the way. <laughs> my hand out. You know the drive-by and it goes yeah, like, like this. Like up, like, you exactly. know, what would this be? Like the hand. Just, yeah, the hand up, right? Hand up, kind of like. Five fingers. But I go, but hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Hang on, hang on. I had the hand up and I said, because you can't possibly do 100% of the stuff that you said tonight. I go, Pierre, it's impossible. I go, sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I go, and if you do, incredible. But if you could do 70 even 60, we're going to be in a... Be- you, know what he, you know what he said? He looked at me and he goes... I'm going to do 100%. He goes, he goes we're going to do at least that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> at least he, he told you the yeah. truth. He goes, we're going to do at least that. Yeah. You know? So, because it's not easy. Okay, and then but, now... Yeah. Okay, here's another thing. Back in the day, politicians never knew how much they were hated. Because 
No one could tell them, I right. hate you, unless no it was internet. right to their face. And there, there was, was no, no internet. internet. And you can write that letter for free. Remember, you for put free, for free, send it to Ottawa. Yeah, and they rip, rip it up, yeah, right? And, and who yeah. knows, by the time it got to 16 assistants, yeah. it would never it get would into never the get hands of the prime minister exactly. or your MP. For That's sure number not. one. Yeah. So without the internet, without all this other shit that, that we have now, mm -hmm. and we're, I mean, the YouTube and all the things that mm -hmm. we see, you know, we have opinions, we go comment, comment, uh, keyboard warriors yeah. on X, blah, 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 blah. So the world is so different. And, and, and he's a, look, the people that love Pierre love Pierre, but there's a lot of people that hate him too. Really? And it just seems that a lot, well, yeah, I see the messages. Those are the, the lefties and the liberals. And, and it's so much more visible because yeah. of the platforms that are out there in 2023. It's so much more visible than yeah, hate. It's in front of you. Back in the day, you know, people say, you know, the world is, has changed and people are just more, uh, are a lot angrier and a lot critical and everybody wants to be um, a, a political consultant, a program director. Yes. Everybody's an armchair coach. No, 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 no. People have always been this way. I know. It, it, what brought it out is the internet. The voices have been heard now. It's easy That's, to get heard. Yeah. People have always been yeah. vocal assholes, vocal, mm -hmm. critical, vile, mm -hmm. mean, yeah. uh, complimentary, right. sweet. It's just it, on the it, keyboard it, now. Humans, you know, go back to the freaking ice age. They were telling each other face to face. I don't know what language that is. Ice, ice age, like a prehistoric man. Yes. Uh, I said man, mm -hmm. woman, uh, humankind, Biological. people kind. But, but, you know, it's like they were that way because mm -hmm. we've been human that's what we are forever mm -hmm. we've been now it's just exposed because it's right there in front of us right. so i post something as simple as you know i'm with you here in the mm -hmm. studio doing a podcast boom a comment comes up and somebody's making some kind of comment mm -hmm. that 20 30 years ago we wouldn't know that some guy sitting mm -hmm. in some corner of quebec hated what right. you and i did on this or podcast. even or even th what they think of us we don't even no, know we don't know but now we have to read all everybody's yeah. stuff so now somebody will write something and and come up with their own idea of mm -hmm. who bob is and who mm -hmm. frank is based on mm -hmm. 30 40 minutes we did on a podcast or a history of things we may have said publicly or whatever having never met us sat down with us had a, having a beer thinking we're a certain way now it's very possible that somebody could turn around and say well well then that's the same for the way you view trudeau or the view mm -hmm. uh any foes mm -hmm. or any mm -hmm. political people that you don't like mm -hmm. and i say well no the difference is that based on everything that they've done and how they handle themselves i've come up with how i feel about them mm -hmm. because i i truly believe they've had eight years mm -hmm. to assemble this pattern pattern or whatever yes and it's the same and it hasn't changed so i don't need to meet the person i don't need to sit down and have a beer with justin trudeau to know i don't like him i won't like him mm -hmm. even if i'm sitting with him having mm -hmm. a beer mm -hmm. i guarantee you you should really I, invite him to this podcast. no 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 but, but I, really I, I, no no i wouldn't like him because i can tell even when he sits down with people he likes mm -hmm. and he's having conversations mm -hmm. that smugness comes out that's ah, that that okay. that you know he just has that character that when he's when he's speaking mm -hmm. i don't know if it i just feel it i don't okay. know if you feel but it like he's he, speaking okay, down to you or have, that he's you know i just don't the like the only him. opinion i have to say about all what you just said there is i still believe that people in their true their true self have good things about them and bad things about them i can't believe that there's a single person in this world that is all bad no i just can't there's some redeeming well there's values. some really bad people there's some really like jeffrey dahmer <laughs> 
I don't think there was a redeeming quality when it came to Jeffrey. No, Dahmer. I can't comment about Jeffrey. He Dahmer. killed like 17, 18 young men. Mm-hmm. He lured them into the home. No, he I cut can't. Them I up. can't. Yeah, a, I can't say that. Yeah, you can't but, say that. But there's a lot of very evil people in the world, mm-hmm. Bob. But then there's people that are just not nice people. Like it doesn't mean that. But it's not your kind of nice. No, they're not nice people, and I could tell. But by, you have to define nice. Well, because. If you're a good person, mm-hmm. and if you're brought up properly, and have manners, and what's properly? These are all words I'm going to ask okay. you to define. Okay, well, because you're you're putting it there. If you're, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying that if you, you put yourself com- in a if corner, if you have, co- yeah. I have no corner here. I'm not in. A, <laughs> well, <laughs> if, if you're compassionate yeah. and you care about people, you're willing to hear people out mm-hmm. and have conversations with people, and listen to what they have to say. Okay, you should never be able to. To just turn on someone and and say, well, look, you're either with us or Mm -hmm. against us. Mm -hmm. You're either on this side of the fence, the Canadian fence, or you're on this side. And if you think Mm -hmm. you're going to get on a plane, a train, Mm -hmm. and sit next to me. So my point is, once you start talking like that. It's a dangerous slope. Very dangerous, Mm -hmm. especially for someone who is supposed to be leading the country. Mm -hmm. You're not leading. Mm -hmm. You're not bringing people together. You're saying. Either you're with, with me, me or, or you're against with me. me. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, now, but isn't that the game of politics to begin with? Yes, and that's why I would never. Okay. To com- so now we conclude. Now full circle. We full circled back, right. and you know what? This is why you won't enter that field. No, because it's gonna bring out the worst in you. Because okay. I'm sure a lot of these people, when they got in, they're not the same people they are. They're today. not the same people. And you ever notice how politicians age? Hmm. Like, look at look at. Well, I've actually Biden was already old. But yeah, yeah. If you no, look at Mulroney. Barack Obama, yeah, or even Mulroney yeah. when they Mulroney, went in and yeah, they came out, they came out. Yeah, even John Justin, Turner, even Trudeau's yeah. aged a lot mm-hmm. in the last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. His face is 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 changed mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he's had a lot of sleepless nights. But think about based it. on the amount of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere he goes, he's he's, he's hated. hated. I know. He, he comes out of buildings, goes into his vehicle. People are swearing him. Mm-hmm. There's F Trudeau flags. We've never seen this. In, a, our, in our lifetime. I've never seen flags no. telling the Prime Minister of Canada to, yeah, to go after themselves. True. Never did I see no, that. No, 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 and, and because he polarized and divided Canadians so much but I that, kind that of the remember people that this. don't like him can't yeah, stand I know. I re- but I remember the Mulroney when he introduced the GST. There was a huge sure. hatred for Mulroney. Sure. You remember that? Yeah, 100%. In the late 80s? Yeah. He introduced that tax. and 100%. Was, I can't believe we're paying yes. this tax. But and, the thing is, yeah. he had a couple of missteps, as do all politicians. And I'm okay. willing to give every politician the benefit of the doubt. You're never going to hit 1,000. It's, mm-hmm. it's it, No politician, uh, yeah. even the best ones, you're right. never going to. But to constantly miss mm-hmm. the net on mm-hmm. things and then... <laughs> misguide people and lure people into you know your way of thinking when there's no real proof back mm-hmm. backing up what you're saying you're just scary it's scare tactics and if we don't do this by this year and if we don't do that we don't try this and we got to mm-hmm. do this and we got to tax when more when you get we gotta- into that if else it's over yeah you cannot manage the country with if else no if this then that no that's not the way to run a country that's for sure yeah i don't think it's a way to run any business in fact I mean, like you said, the, the first job of great leaders is to listen. Yeah. No? And to, uh, Yes. And to take it's, into account everybody's point of view. Absolutely. And not polarize it, no, right? No, bring people together. Yeah. And, and agree to disagree on some items. That's yeah. okay. Frank, you and I don't agree on everything. No. I don't agree on everything you just said, but no. it's okay. Yeah. I, I listen to your point of view. It makes sense what you're saying. I can see why, based on your background, as you say, the nice factor, the proper upbringing. I can see why this guy doesn't concord with your values. Mm-hmm. I can see it. So, 
That's the job of great leaders is to listen and respect the other point of view. I do. Not that I'm going to vote for, for him or not vote for him. I'm probably not going to vote for anybody. I don't believe in that system anymore at all, in fact. Yeah, but, and I think the system yeah. has let a lot of people down. I think so, too. It really has. And I, I think and I for think the it, middle it class, broken. we lost out. Yeah. I'm well, going to say it again. The middle class, we lost well, out. I don't think there is a, a middle class anymore. It's just eroded. Because, yeah. okay, let's just think about in the last eight years, how much... Uh, things have changed okay so now they're saying that millennials and and generation whatever the generation z is the next yeah, one exactly. as z would be like your son <clears throat> yeah i guess yeah or okay. maybe zz i don't know so the I, next one i don't even know yeah. so let's say the last millennials yeah and lower the okay? folks 20 and under and today z. yeah oh no uh, no millennials so let's say you're gonna go i think the cutoff is like 40 okay and under, and under. Okay? okay they're saying that some of these people not some of these people hmm. most of these people will never own, own a house. home i knew you'd say that that is crazy because growing up the dream was it's always dream, yeah. to have a home now think think just for a second your home or my home go back you know 10 years or even five years big difference to today mm -hmm. okay doesn't matter where you live what kind of home you have mm -hmm. where you are these people are coming in now into a market where it's impossible the best they can do is rent a two-bedroom I mean, if they want to live in a major metropolitan yeah, that, area, no, but that's the best they yeah, can do. But it's crazy that mm -hmm. so unless parents leave some kind of mm -hmm. inheritance, inheritance, <clears throat> and it better be a lot, yeah, a lot, it better be a lot a of money. Lot. I know you're never gonna. It's not even dream homes anymore. You can't even own a home know. because a regular home mm -hmm. in and around the vicinity of any major the, the, metropolitan any major area, yeah. area is impossible. Yeah, is impossible. And yeah. banks are not giving mortgages anymore based on the interest rates the um the um what's it called there's um a threshold mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. of whether you'll be able to pay it based on how much interest we've gone through that now in the last oh, yeah, couple it's of totally years gone. so so now, now if, all those mortgages coming up for renewal exactly there's like a 70 80 percent of mortgages that next year are going to get what renewed are people going to do that are going to be tripled right so now so what are we what are we expecting the doomsday is coming something's going to happen something's going to happen okay so you look at that and, and, and you say, wow, all this happened because of, you know, some people would say, no, no, well, we under went, the we went up, through right? it. Yeah, under no, the but watch some people up. are going to say, yeah. we went through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. There was, a, yeah, but we made so many mistakes. Yeah. And then we closed businesses. And then uh, we gave away so much money for people Ugh. not to run their businesses. I know. Right? Then we printed so much money. Aid? And what about foreign aid? Yeah. yeah, foreign aid. Then we gave away so I much know, money. Okay. Not only printing money, then gave it to what well, Ukraine. Yeah, here's another 200 million. Uh, another 600 million. Do you understand million. the concept another billion. of foreign aid? Right. Do you understand the concept of foreign aid? Well, I never understood it in the sense of why would we not make sure everything is okay in our house first well you would think before so. checking with our neighbors yeah but maybe i missed something because all in my life all through my life i've noticed that the our government is very good at handing out money to foreign companies uh, for foreign countries, foreign countries. But, I, not never, willing to but I never understood yeah. why yeah is it just because we're generous okay we're generous but what about our own people yeah you look at the the entire public service of quebec is on the streets uh, teachers, nurses, uh, soon's going to come the, the police, uh, yep. buzz they're all going to go on the street right. because their dollar, our dollar, has been devaluated. Yeah, exactly. That's the point you were going to make. Yes. Our dollar got devaluated over time. Yeah. So even that money that our parents devalued, had, everything yep. is devalued. Yep. So how are they going to ever make it to even our position when they're going to be 50, 60 years old? How are they ever going to make it to our age? It's... 
What, they're just going to keep yeah. paying rent? It's Yeah, well, it's crazy to think. Exactly. That's a scary thought because where we're at already yeah. at our age, we're saying and where we're at, we don't know. Well, hopefully you put something away. Hopefully I mean. you have yes. money saved. We're in a different place. But, but, but. Because we made because we made the cut off, yeah. We, yeah we we exactly. we made the cut okay that's right but go back as I said fifteen years and and under anyone who's if 15, you didn't buy a property you're in screwed. the last ten to fifteen years don't or you, you, you better be making in. or you better be making yeah. beyond tons of money correct because nobody's gonna give a mortgage nobody's gonna give no no you'll never qualify you'll no, never qualify never qualify so so it's a problem when, when you look at that and then we don't even know if we're gonna have our pensions that's right who knows by the time that yeah the, the bank will just run out who right? knows so so where are we as Canada like. Well, we're handing out money still. We're behaving as if we're living in opulence. Our, our politicians are traveling. And by the way, on another note, all the planes are full down south for the moment. Passenger well, traffic is at a record high. Well, it's funny because you're in Five the aviation. Hotels, you're in the aviation hotels. industry, yeah. and I'm glad you're saying this because I mentioned that a few podcasts I ago. I didn't even know that. And saying, I was having a conversation with several people saying, Frank, mm -hmm. if everybody is so hard up for money, yeah. if times are so tough, mm -hmm. why is everybody out? Yeah. Why is everybody traveling? True. Why is everybody going to five-star resort? Well, here's, what, here's my What's honest your answer? theory of the, okay. on this, is that people were at home for three years. Mm. Do you think they saved up? No. no. Well, well, hang on, let me speak. People were at home for three years doing nothing. Okay, Literally, just waiting for the word so they could come out and live their lives again. Mm -hmm. It was about close to three years, Correct. okay? Yeah. Couldn't go out, couldn't do this, couldn't do that, all right? The minute they were allowed to travel, mm -hmm. notice this past summer, everybody was Record. in Europe. Record. Record. And you know this because I just I, came back. I from might Europe. be saying it, you know the stats. You see the stats I because you it. work in the aviation I industry, do see okay? It. Yeah. They were on fire this it's a summer. Record year. Record year. So it's not like all of a sudden people have disposable income and are spending it. Mm -hmm. People look at it this way. They go, my mortgage has gone up by this much. Mm -hmm. Food costs have gone up by this much. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so now I'm paying more for this, paying more for this. And okay, I can't really afford this and I can't really afford this. But if you think you're going to take my vacation away after I stayed home for ah. three years, oh yeah, we have that uh, $50,000 credit card. Oh yeah, we have that $20,000 credit, credit line. We're going to use it. And we're going to pay the minimum. That's what people are doing. That's why Canada is at their highest level of debt, of debt ratio. ratio, which is something like, I don't want to mis misquote it, 70 to 80%, I think it's even closer to 80% mm -hmm. than they've ever been in the history of the countries. That means eight out of 10 people are fucked. That's yeah. what it means. When, when time comes to collect, yeah. Fucked. Unless because it's and, all going to be Which there. means if yeah. you hit a recession, people start losing jobs. Yeah. They start losing cars. They start losing homes. Yeah. They start losing anything that they have that belongs to mm -hmm. them. They're going to have to sell it right. to pay for, for debt because somebody's going to be knocking at your door so saying, it's the I last, want the money. It was the last crack, crack kick at the can. Yep. That's what this was. It's my last chance to use that credit card to get out there and enjoy myself. That's what I believe. Okay. And, and because I've talked to several people too and people who have complained about this and complained about that. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what the line was? Frank... You only live once, That's and it. it's like, you know what? We're going to mm -hmm. do what we could do. The money that we would have used for this mm -hmm. are not. So the money we would have used for our kid's education, fuck it. My kid yeah. won't even have a house to live in. School? Forget. I'll go to Cuba for a week. Let's yeah. just go on a vacation. Exactly. That's what people are doing. We'll worry about it later. Pushing the problem forward. Now, I've spoken to bankers and people in the financial um, business, industry. business industry. industry, 
And, and I said, you know, explain it to me. You know what they said to me? Two specific people said to me, Frank, you have no idea. I was like, what do you mean by that? They go, okay, you have to be smart with your money, which means when you have it, you have to hold on to mm-hmm. it. And he, he said, the people that are the most at the debt ceiling care more about what other people, how other people view them, than they do about fixing their books. They go like, you might look at, mm-hmm. you know, say, all right, you know, you've been out of a regular paycheck for four years. You're doing this new venture. You're an entrepreneur. You're doing your own business. You've had costs. You have this and that. You might say, you know what? Do I need another car? Probably not. Let's be smart. I don't have to have two Teslas on my driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just have one car for now. That's the smart move. You're being judicious. Yeah, and and it's it's and he's like it's not like you don't have the money, but you're mm-hmm. being smart, saying why are you going to spend just so you could look good? Mm-hmm. So you're going to make you're going to make thoughtful financial decisions mm-hmm. for your betterment mm-hmm. two, three, four years. Yeah, from down now. the line, these yeah. people and I go no, 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 it's impossible. They go yeah. Frank, I'm telling you when I tell you, they have they're mortgaged up to the wazoo. Mm-hmm. They've second, third mortgage. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. they're in so much trouble. They're coming and speak all the time to us. They need this, they need this. And we say to them, well, you have a second. Oh, no, no, but I can't get rid of the car because my wife. So they're not willing to get rid. They have a, a Land Rover. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, um, or a Range Rover. I don't even mm-hmm. know which one's better. <laughs> they have, I just give them a free plug. I get right. no car. Uh, they have this, they yes. have Beamer, they have Mercedes, they have yeah. a Tesla, whatever the case is, right? They have three cars in their family, their kid. They're unwilling to get rid of some of their possessions. They're unwilling to bring down debt by mm-hmm. doing whatever they need mm-hmm. to do to do it, mm-hmm. just so they continue li- living live the lifestyle. Live for today. Live for today. Yeah. So they said, they both said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So trust me, the best thing you can do right now is do what you're doing and mm-hmm. smart. And everyone should be in a, uh, how do you say it? In cautious a, state. Cautious, not only cautious state, but you know, if you were in sixth gear, mm-hmm. And you downshift it to five, right. and downshift it to four. Yeah. Try putting it in neutral for a bit, which right. means just right. sit there for yeah. a bit. Save some gas. Save some gas. Put because it in neutral. you don't know what's coming. And you don't know what's coming. Whereas most people, full for throttle. some reason, full throttle. but guess what they blame yeah. on that? They say they're convinced they're mm-hmm. blaming it on the pandemic and all mm-hmm. that because people felt so much stripped away yeah, from them. Yeah, it was taken away from them. That, that now freedom. they're like, they're holding up their middle yeah. fingers going, if you think you're taking away yeah. my three-week trip to Italy, mm-hmm. you know, no, 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 you're not taking that. Because in the middle of 2021, Frank, we didn't even know if we were ever going to go see Italy again. Yeah, they made it sound like... Like, this is it. This is it. We're going to yeah. be living in our basements for a very long time. Right. So we got, our, we got out. And we said we got out, and we're going to enjoy what we got. I don't know, Frank. <laughs> we have been we have kind of depressed each other to leave such yeah, we, a dark outlook. Because normally we're very well, positive well, people. I don't have any you kids. I. Yeah, I don't have any kids. So, uh, so <laughs> what are we going to leave? No, Who but, are we going to leave? What? But you what and I, I were yeah. very positive people. We, no. yeah, but we enjoyed think, the good things in life. But I don't think this was a, uh, as a... I think it was very real today. It was a real conversation. It was very real. I don't think it was negative. I no, think it was just, it's just real. Very real. Like, let us just... yeah. And, and put and, the cards and on the unfortunately, table. Unfortunately, Frank, yep. being real, we are living in dark clouds today. We are. We are not living the, our best lives at this point. No, we're not. And Bob, you're yeah. still. Bob is. Um, well, I'm talking like somebody sitting across from us. Bob, you <laughs> yes. are. Um, uh, what's your 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 term? Your my title. Your title. I'm the center leader. 
What do you mean? Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm middle class as long as it no, lasts. No, no, I'm not asking no. you what your status is. Yeah. What do you mean? You're you're an, an aviation engineer? Oh, what, yeah. What's yeah, your Central exact? leader. Central leader. I run the training center. Oh, yeah, training right. center leader. Right. So you're you're an engineer. Yeah. In management You haven't today. stopped getting paychecks. You you still get paid. We took so. a little cut during COVID. Okay. But, but, but my point is, yeah. you're still doing your job. Mm-hmm. It's been a steady job. I enjoy for what I do. Remember a lifetime that. and all I that. I enjoy and what I do. And even you in a position where now you're 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 child is old no longer a child he's 18 19 years old you're a single parent but you're you're not in a financial in a bad financial situation but even you i would imagine if you're saying this stuff is feeling Mm -hmm. that it's around you but you have to remember that you just said it yourself bob you've always been responsible that's the one word that you left out in what you said yeah that you led your life with discipline and longevity yeah I lived to be stable. And we had that conversation in 124 when I told you I was at the fork in the road yep. and I didn't take the radio fork because I couldn't live with the instability that it would bring. Because I knew it. I saw people around me getting hired, fired, moving, and I saw the incredible world of drugs and alcohol. And I said, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. I needed the stable road. So in that judicious way, I've managed everything in my life the same way. I'm driving a nine-year-old car today. I could have changed that car out five years ago. Yeah. But why? Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I love it. It's yeah. nine years old. You do very well. There's and, nothing and, wrong yeah, with it. Exactly. And, and that's why the would way I, I get into it, yeah. another car payment? Exactly. And a higher insurance rate? Exactly. And all. why? Yeah. For what reason? Yeah. And I don't believe in the show off factor no. either. You know no. that. I've no. always been just a decent Joe. Yeah. So, um, so when you describe to me all these people that are living for today, I say, wow. I don't want to pass judgment on them. It's their decision how they want to spend their money. But everything catches up. Everything in this world catches up. You can't just keep going to Cuba on credit and expect that it's never going to catch up. All those numbers are sitting in your ledger. They're all there on your credit card statement, and they'll all come due someday. Yep. So either you want to handle it responsibly or you want to leave that debt to your future um, generations, mm-hmm. which I think is very responsible. Both of our, <laughs> They've both got of enough our, problems. Come on, exactly. Both of our parents... I think in that way, you and I share similar values. Yeah. We're never going to pass a oh, debt never. to their children. No. It's impossible. No. In fact, we wanted to be, they wanted to pass something positive to their children. So I still believe in those values. I think you do as well. You're not going to incur debt and pass it on to a future oh, generation. No, no. That's not the no. way we handled our lives. No. But the people that are living for today, yeah, because I'm sure those uh, bank counselors are saying, you sure? You sure you want to take out a third mortgage? You sure you really need a fourth car in the driveway? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe or a second t- for that matter. Yeah, t- take the bus or yeah. something. No, Look, anyway, there's there will always be well-off people. There will always be richer than rich people. Mm-hmm. There will always be people that are success stories. Um, success is measured in, in many mm-hmm. different ways many different and financially, ways. of course. Yes. Okay. But then there's there's just way too many people. Like I mentioned on one of the episodes, where you look around, you go out mm-hmm. for a night on the town. We should go out one night, and you go to like a nice, a long time. nice restaurant. I'm talking re- nice restaurant. Okay. You go out and you're hanging out, and you look around. It's impossible. Yeah. Unless all the rich people are in one restaurant, it's impossible that everybody looks like they're living like their best life and valeting, getting into getting into great. It's impossible I because look, there's only one or two percent of those I people know. that are actually I living know. like that, I and the other ninety eight percent are not. Those I are facts. 100% so agree. why does it look like a hundred percent of what's yeah. going on around you because is all? Because they're Flamboyant. not living on their money. Right. They're living on borrowed money. Right. Which is going to catch up in borrowed time. Exactly. I have one more thing yeah. I want to say because I know you'll wrap it up. But Frank, the roads are an incredible disarray. 
this city, as you mentioned yourself, I just wanted to support you one more time to say <laughs> this city, I don't think will ever come back. I don't think we'll ever have smooth roads. I don't think all the lights are ever going to work. My project, Allume le Québec, is never going to see a light of day. What is Allume le Québec? Oh, it's a project I came up with myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, I wanted to be the Minister of Transport. Not because I want to be in government, but because I really want to fix the transportation grid. You and never Allume told me that. And Allume le Québec was my project where I would literally light up Quebec. We're going to do sector by sector, and we're going to light up all the lampadaires. We're going to replace those lampposts with proper metal structures and make sure the LED light works. I was driving. There's about 60%, Frank, yeah. of lights oh, in know. the Montreal area that, that are, are not working. No. Or, even better, Frank, not even existent. I was on Highway 20 going towards the airport to get my wife last It's night. It's half dark. Now, I thought, how are all these lights? There must be a blackout. It's been like that no, years. That's, what I, yeah, years. that's what I heard. And so, like, they don't even change, like, no. what, what is it, a grid, the light bulbs? I don't know. Like, how no. long? Well, I'll tell you the story I found out. Let's take the center of the city, Decarry and 15. I'll take you there. Yeah, for those the listening over, the outside yeah. of Montreal, yeah. Decarry is a, a highway that runs yeah. through the city, which would be like the, the, the DVP. Yeah, for the DVP and the, the 401 DVP. in Toronto. It's exactly okay. that, yeah. right? And you go there and you look at the elevated portion. There's not only no lights, it's completely dark. They took out the light posts. So I called Quebec City five years ago. I still have the email with Yves Bergeron from the Minister of Transport. <laughs> I said, comment ça se peut, il y a noir tabarnak. So he said, so, hey, so he goes, uh, Yves, for <laughs> F's sake, uh, how, how can, can it, it be? be so dark? All the lights are dark. And I gave it to him in my best French I could. I had to make him feel like I was, you know, yeah. one of them. Yeah. And uh, he, in English, in, in French, he said it to me. I'll say it in English. So it's because they took out all the light posts. Oh, they're all gone. I said, but why? He says, is the concrete... Pascal, um, uh, the concrete in the middle of the road is not stable anymore. So, the, so we're not sure if the light post is going to make it. So we've removed the post. Because so the light Eve post could, could, tip, could over. tip over. Yeah, by the way, I've thought of that yeah. because I'm messed up that way. You don't know how many times I drive on highways. This is freaking weird. Well, how can I'm, we even live and I, like and this? And I lift, and, okay, yeah. so my, my car has a sunroof and I lift it just so I could see. Yeah. Why? Because if I see a light post coming towards me, I'm going to accelerate quicker. <laughs> no, but think about how messed up that messed is. Up we, are. we feel like that about our yeah. bridges too. Yeah. I remember in the final days of the, Champ the old yeah. Champlain Bridge. Oh yeah, I thought it was going to go down. I thought it was going to go down. But actually, there's some days I'm going over the new Champlain Bridge and I think to myself, I wonder... Really? Uh, well, well, no, I just... No, did you see what they did on the when the West End today? I was in Vaudreuil. Yeah. It took me 45 minutes. Oh, to they the shut the, the it's one lane, one bridge. lane. Yeah. yeah, but they shut it completely. Well, like, on the weekends, right? But during the week, it's one week. It's right. one lane, one lane, yeah. and they're still running. Why trucks. is it that? Every so I want to finish my story. Oh, sorry. So I asked Eve. I said, Eve, but you're going to replace the light post. He goes, Bob, the concrete is not my responsibility. I just do electrical. I said, but Eve, it's been seven years like that. He goes, Bob, c'est pas moi. And that was the end of the conversation. It's not me. Seven years ago. Yeah. And the and lights still are still like that. like that. So they just put orange cones where the electrical output is from the concrete. I'm not lying to you, Frank. No, no, you I know. You can go I know. see it yourself. I know. And I've often wondered, as I said, is this like a... Sometimes I think I'm losing my mind. So I'm driving, I'm like... <sighs> Oh, it's dark. Why is it I go, so dark? Yeah, and then, and then, and then it it's lights like three weeks later. Sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah it's three weeks later, it's still dark. And I'm it's like, I could have sworn it was dark when I drove here three yeah. weeks ago. There's nobody like, I forget. I go, no, nah, it can be. It There's has nobody be. working on that. Yeah. Nobody. And the first thing I notice when I go to other cities and I drive, that's what I want to That's the make. first thing I notice. Yeah. Like when I went, like, I was in Toronto about three weeks ago, 
I looked, Frank, there was not one light bulb missing, not one. I drove the whole 427 from the 401 all the way yep. up, not one. Even under the underpasses, they have those lights on the side. They were all there. All on. Yeah. So why Doug, is it that- Kevin, John, Steve, <laughs> these guys have been doing their job. <laughs> Let me ask you, why is it that all these cities everywhere else, okay, yes. well, there's, there's, no, there's no perfect place. Okay. They, have their other, they have other problems. They have other okay. problems. Okay, but, but hang on. Why is it they're building a bridge mm-hmm. or they're building a train system? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever they're building here always takes add-on three, four years Why? to the project. The, the tunnel now yeah. is a disaster, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I did a video <laughs> last week, mm-hmm. and the traffic from out of the Lafontaine Tunnel, mm-hmm. which goes under the St. Lawrence, for those of you who don't live in Montreal, mm-hmm. and then... All the way to like the Metropolitan, yeah, right, which is like kilometers and four or five kilometers later. It was at a standstill on the opposite oh side, God. and it was all trucks merging into one lane. And I thought, to my, and then once they finish one side, they go to the other side. But my point is, what takes so long? I don't know. To, like, don't if, we just if have, it's closed, they're yeah. working twenty four hours. So that was my idea. Let's, How long does it? And then yeah. during the three years where we weren't leaving our homes, yeah. Why dead. weren't they doing Why this? They doing Why anything? weren't they working on this stuff when they could? Time to oh, work. because people had to socially distance. I don't know, but anyway, this it just this it's place will never change. It will never change. Montreal yeah. was tops. We were in we the seventies of the north. Yeah, seventies and eighties, even sixties. Montreal was flying. I don't think, and I think you just Are we mentioned. Are ever going to get back to this? I don't think so. It was nice having you, Bob. And, Indeed, uh, Frank. A very good conversation. I really enjoyed the conversation with as you. Usual. Have a panettone on me. Thank you. And uh, do you celebrate Christmas? At all? I'd like to have Even the Gucci panettone. Yeah. The way you talked about the Gucci panettone. Yeah, but you're not going to drop $200 on it. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's 200 bucks. Yeah. It's a lot of panettone. Yeah. Right. If it was a little bit cheaper, I'd get it for you. 100 Yeah. What's your limit on me? On panettone? What am I worth to you? Oh, no, I think you're worth way more than 100 but oh, okay. I'd rather get you something nice that's over right. 100 bucks. I'm going to get okay. you up. Frank spent $200 on me. What did he get you? Panettone. One Gucci panettone. And <laughs> Zero I chats. It. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> See you later. Hope you enjoyed episode 152 of the Drive-By Podcast, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. It's Christmas time, and it wouldn't be Christmas without having desserts from Lafrenet, cakes on display. You can check out other great pastries. And of course, their newly expanded store on Tashiro and Brossard has an amazing section now of Italian products just for you, panettones, and check out their Christmas baskets. And Christmas log cakes now available as we approach the holiday season. Five locations, including the one I mentioned in Brossard, Montreal West, Rosemere, Point Claire, and the original hub in St. Leonard. Check them out online as well at lidelislafrenet.com. Five star the episode on Spotify if you can, unless, of course, you thought Bob was a total fail. Come on. Then give it a four, three, two, one, Come on. zero. No. <laughs> no, give it a five. Comment as well on Apple, any of the past episodes with guests sitting right in that chair that Bob is in. Check them out in the archives on YouTube. Two brand new episodes next week on the Drive-By Podcast. I'm Freeway Frank. I'm Bob Nag. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace.